Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We come in Jesus' name. He's Lord, he's God, he's King, he's Potentate, he's Alpha, he's Omega, he's the beginning, he's the ending, he's El Shaddai, he's El Roy, he's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah M. Kadesh, Jehovah Sinkanu. Every name means something. He's King of all kings and Lord of all lords. This evening, I want to go back to another familiar passage of scripture, John chapter 11, the resurrection of Lazarus. But I'm not concentrating on Lazarus. I'm concentrating again on disciples. Jesus was going in the opposite direction of Bethany. Opposite. Now, let me stop. Sometimes to drive the point home that he is who he said he was, he's got to do opposite things in our lives. He's got to allow opposite emotions, opposite mentalities. So he's going in the opposite direction from Bethany, and Lazarus is probably his best friend. He stayed at the house. He ate. He fellowshiped with him. And a messenger came and said, Jesus, Lazarus is sick, and he's not doing well at all. Now, the disciples logically thought Jesus was going to say, well, let's go, let's go see him. But he kept going the other way. And um, very puzzling that it looks like in our lives that God continues to go away from us and not come to us. Very, very interesting. I, I know in my life there have been times I said, Lord, what, what is going on? What are you doing? I've been praying. I'm hurting. I feel fragmented. I feel divided, and and it seems like I can't I can't hear you. I can't hear you, and it seems like you don't hear me. He kept going in the opposite direction, and finally the messenger came back and said, "Don't bother the master. Lazarus is dead." Now, can you imagine what went, what went through the disciples' minds? That's his best buddy. And he just kept going in the opposite direction. When God wants to do something supernatural in your life, what God does does not make sense to us. Makes no sense. That all-knowing, all-powerful, all-existing God would just ignore your petitions. And Jesus said to disciples, because the whole delay, and I want to talk about delay. Delay is not denial. There are some delays in your life and my life. They're not denials. It's just not the right time. Well, who determines the right time? Jesus. He determines the right time. There are no accidents. There are appointments. Everything in your life is an appointment that you make on behalf of Jesus. He makes in your life on behalf of Jesus. So he told, he told disciples, I'm glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent that you might believe. Now, now let's let's examine that. I had to let Lazarus die in order for you disciples to believe who I was. And maybe 
God has to allow some tragedies. God has to allow some things that break our hearts, that hurt us, so that we will be fully persuaded of who he is. Amen. Let go and let God. And so they made their way back to Bethany. And, and, and I want to say this about delay not being a denial. We have prayed about a lot of things. And there's some prayers we pray we forgot about. God didn't forget about them. He didn't forget about them. He's got a pinpoint accurate time that he's going to deal with. The time is not right. He delays so that he can teach us dependence. He delays so he can give us direction. He delays so he can, amen, give us this whole mindset placed on him of determination. That's how our faith gets built up. Count it all joy, James says, when, not if, when you fall into various trials, knowing the fire testing of your faith is working out perseverance, patience. But let patience have her perfect hope that you may be entire, lacking nothing. You know, we can cut our trials short. <laughs> Done that too. Whatever God has you going through, just hold out and hold on. There's purpose in it. Delay is not denial. So they pull up in Bethany. Here comes Martha. Martha and Mary are two different types of believers. Martha's the doer, the worker. Mary's the rester. They love Jesus. Martha said, Lord, almost a mild rebuke. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatever you ask God, he'll do it through you. Jesus said, your brother will live again. So Martha got deep. I know he'll live again at the, at the last day, the resurrection. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. You ain't waiting on a day. You're waiting on me. Okay. And and then Mary came out and said, Lord, Lord, if you just had been here and 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 Jesus wept. He wept. He wept because they were weeping. He loved them. Some say he wept because he had to bring Lazarus back <laughs> to this life. Where have you laid him? So here go Martha again. By this time, he stinks. He's been in the grave four days. You know, you got church folk just like that. They got an answer for everything and don't know nothing. By this time, he stinks. Now listen to what is going on. Throughout the Bible, three days sanctioned death. Jesus was in a grave three days. It sanctioned death. Jesus waited to four days. So there will be no question about it. And he goes to the tomb and he says, Lazarus, I love this part. Mm. Delay is not denial. 
delay is dependence, direction, and determination. Lazarus, why did he call his name? Because he's the resurrection. Everybody would have came out the grave. Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Moses, everybody came out the grave. He said, no, no, I don't want none of y'all now. I want Lazarus. Come forth. And, and, and the Bible says that he was bound with grave clothes and he came out the grave. He got up and Jesus said, loosing. Now, let me stop pausing part because this is a picture of salvation. When we, when we, when we call the salvation, God wants to bring us out from the grave, out from darkness into his light. The loosing part of his grave clothes is for the church. We lose people by discipling them. We lose people by teaching them. We lose people by praying for them. We lose people by loving them. But they don't love themselves. Loose them. And Lazarus came out. In the next chapter, chapter 12, Lazarus and Jesus sitting down. He's clothed in his right mind, eating lunch. Lord have mercy. And I want you to get this picture Delay is not denial, but every time God delays in our lives, he's building up our dependence on him, our direction through him, our determination from him. That's what God does so that we get to the point where doubt completely leaves us when we're going through something. I've been here before. I've seen this before. I've been in trouble before, but God who's rich in mercy. It starts to make my faith. It took delay. It took death. It took uh, uh, disgruntled uh, sisters. It took people crying. It took people worrying for God to bring us to the point where we believe that he is Messiah King. He's Lord of the grave. He's Lord of life. He's Lord. He's my healer. He's my sustainer. He's my director. He's my resurrection. He gets me up every time I go under. Every time I go under, I'm getting up and I'm still standing. Why? Because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Delay is not denial. There's something else in the picture that you don't see as to why God is delaying things in your life. You'll see it. Wow. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would I be? There were times when God delayed stuff in my life. I didn't see it. Sometimes I got angry. Sometimes I got frustrated. But later on, when I look back, I understood why he delayed. He delays so that we are fully dependent on him. All the options go by the wayside. We learn to call him. We learn to obey him. We learn to praise him. We learn to rejoice in him the God of our salvation. So I want you to put yourself in disciple shoes. He let his friend die. But delay is not denial. He delayed so that we would believe that he's able 
to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. To the only wise God, our Savior. God is wiser than you. He's wiser than me. He knows what he's doing. Let him have his way. God bless you. Have a great, great day. Jesus love you.